Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I am so excited to be back after our mini hiatus. Uh, I missed you. I hope you missed us. Hope you had a great holiday. I'm really determined to bring... I know you come to Cashing In for the guests. I know it's not about me. It's about the people I'm able to bring into the show. And that's why I'm extra excited about today's episode. I have uh, Hank Williams Jr. is coming into the studio. I'm so excited. One of my favorite artists growing up. Will the hangovers hurt more than they used to? Cornbread and diced tea took the place of the pills and nine to prove. Nobody wants to get drunk and get loud. All my rowdy friends have settled down. Yeah, I'll keep going if I have to. Uh, you know, I hope maybe he'll do a duet with me. He did a duet with his dad after his dad died. So I'm thinking maybe I'll, he'll do the lower parts, you know. Uh, you know, he, he'll do like the, <laughs> you know, he'll do, uh, I don't know. He'll do the low part and I'll be like, ah. You know, I'll do the, I don't know how to do falsetto. Like, ah. I'll do that part up there. But I'm excited. I'm excited to have him on the show. Um, not only is Hank Williams Jr. going to be here, it's a weird combo, but uh, Mel Gibson, I don't know a lot about his uh, his art. Uh, I understand he's done some fantastic movies. But Mel Gibson's going to be here. It's going to be a, just an all-star show, uh, you know, the three of us hanging out. And uh, so I'm really excited. Oh, oh, that's probably them right there. It's, they have big feet. They have clompers. They come on in. Oh, oh, hey. T- Cash! TJ, It's me, T-Wee! Is, is it T- It's me, T-Wee! Oh, boy. Long night with Melly Gibbs. Will the hangovers hurt you more know, we could hear you singing to. from down here. Well, I'm so First excited. Of all, a falsetto doesn't sound like a bird <laughs> starting to die. Just the very beginnings of the death rattle. <laughs> It's not that. It isn't that. And also, you 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 sing. You went on and on with that song. I know. I, I well, get excited. I was downstairs at the Indian food restaurant with Hank. Oh, you were down there. Okay, so they're about to come up, huh? Hank J. Hank Melly Gibbs. Melly Gibbs. I, I'm glad you guys got comfortable. Woo! We got Imagine Bonnet's last night, sister. Now look, 
we were down there and we just, you know, it's Hank heard you upstairs and, and he goes, oh, God, what a, what is that juicy noise coming from upstairs? Cornbread and iced tea took yeah, the that's place. Exact, that was, in fact, the fruit. exact stanza of his poetry, <laughs> I call it, that you were singing when he said that. And Mel Gibson goes, only Juskies live up there. Oh, did he say Juskies? Juskies, Pollocks. And Brewskies, <laughs> and then he passed out on the floor. Oh my God! They had to make they had to make a makeshift non stretcher downstairs. <laughs> they made a stretcher out of non. They did. It hardly kept together. A non. It kept falling apart. Oh my it God! It has no structural. Yeah, it doesn't it's not sound it has structural. structural right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So they got him in a non. It was almost like a cocoon. <laughs> if I had to tell you right, the cocoon, cast, a, cocoon a cocoon of Mel. A cocoon of non. A cocoon of Mel. Yeah. Well, Mel was within it. Yeah, inside. So they he was got, nestled they got deep him out within back, the and they called yeah. an ambulance. But when the ambulance got here, Mel Melly B emerged from the cocoon. Yeah, and he had become a beautiful butterfly. He was actually Are Kirk Douglas. Yeah. Oh, it, <laughs> he emerged as the butterfly of Mel Gibson, uh, which is—I didn't, didn't see that coming at all. Caterpillar is <laughs> caterpillar. <laughs> caterpillar is to Mel Gibson as butterfly is to Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Wow, but wait a second now. I, where, where, well, then where Hank was goes, Hank I got to go upstairs and yeah. do one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. He said, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but when I do, I listen to Cashing In with T.J. Miller. And he said, I cannot stand T.J. Miller. He's an ugly-faced Betty. Did he know that you were there? Absolutely. No, he knew I was there, but he did not know that I was T.J. Oh, who because did he... I met them last night. I was uh... wearing a wig, oh. sort of a do-up. In and of the 50s style. Yeah, which you want to do. You do which that sometimes. I want to do. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so I introduced myself as Betsy, not Betty. That's what I said my name was uh, all night. I'm Betsy, not Betty. Yeah. And, um, well, you know, I, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to hurt the chances of him going upstairs. And I said, yeah, you know, Cash, I, I heard he sings a lot. Yeah. And I said, because I was still doing the character voice. Yeah. And, and he said, was that the singing from upstairs? Is that Cash Levy? And I said, first of all, it's Levy. Yeah. Second of all, you better know that it was. And third of all, either another French Cosmos in front of me in the next two minutes or I am out of here out of 3,000. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, I wish he, said, the- he, he put two and two together and he said, I'm not going up there if that's that. Oh, are you serious? He's that, not coming? He said that, that, that music that he was singing sounds a little... Uh, oh, wow. It's what he said. He got juice skittish. <laughs> he did. Skittish? Is that when you get skittish of a juice? Of a juice. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, this is, this is, but I mean, this is unfortunate. He got in his pickup truck. There's a bumper sticker that said, if it ain't white, then I don't even want to finish a sentence about it. And certainly not a bumper sticky. <laughs> and he peeled out. He peeled out. He actually was he singing some that of his song? dust went on to a, a Filipino family that had just arrived from yeah. San Diego. They had lived, they were born and raised yeah. in San Diego, but they had just fresh off the boat. They shouldn't have taken a boat from San Diego. Yeah. You can take a flight. It's much faster. It's more direct. You don't have to deal with the coast. Let me just backtrack for a second here because this is an amazing story. And Hank I, and, Williams Jr. is not coming. Yeah, Hank Jr. We established that, and you know, and Chrissy is a movie star, and he's moved off to L.A. 
And nobody wants to get drunk and get loud. And Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson actually is in fact Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas now. Now when that happens. You experience all this type of stuff. I always miss all the action. I now when the cocoon opened and uh, Kirk Douglas walked out. Oh, he didn't did walk, he, Cash. He, he, he flew. flew. He flew out. So it's Kirk Douglas with wings. Yeah. Wow. He straight up flew out of that oh my fucking God. cocoon. Well, listen. He hit a lamppost on the way out. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. Really? They, he, he ended up going in the ambulance. Yeah. So, and I, I always think, I don't know if you agree with this, yeah. but I think if an, amb- an ambulance should be used. If an ambulance arrives at a scene and no one's actually hurt, Someone should I'll, get I'll shoot myself yeah. in the foot That's or the leg. That's a good idea, yep. Just to make sure that they I'll don't feel lonely. put a fork lonely. in my arm, and just I think, to, yeah, I got to get in there. Yeah, just Somebody to make take sure. my vitals. Just to make sure. And I hire two elderly Polish women to sit on either side of me, and I grab their uh, gris. You grab the gristle? I grab the gristle. <laughs> on both sides? I wanted to grasp, and I also wanted to the grip gristle. at the same time, and you end up grasping You're gripping gristle on both sides of those Polish women, <laughs> grisly, pulling yourself up. Then they are. They're grisly Polish women in their 70s, <laughs> yeah, yeah. mid-70s. Yeah. And I I, gra- I gristle their fat and I say, "Don't, don't let me die here, not like this." Yeah. They don't speak a, a lick of English. They don't. Not not in my experience. Well, this so is Kirk, me, Kirk ended up in the in the hospital. Also. Let me say, buddy, I'm I'm so excited though that that at least you're here to to. I mean, look, I was excited about Hank Jr. and and of course uh-huh. Mel Gibson, but um, I'm so excited you're here to. Could you fill in? I, well, I can't do the show. No, I can't. no no no. I'm totally. Well, this is a very disappointing. Well, yeah. listen. I told Hank. He said, "You're not going. You're not going up there to do that show." And I said, "You know, listen, now, buddy. I, I think I know why you're you're reluctant to do the show. I, mm-hmm. I and I just want to talk to you about this. I know that we peaked podcastically mm-hmm. uh, when we uh, talked about the calamari snowman. Uh, I know that there was. You can a peak. tell, and you can tell there that we're peak. on the downside. We're yeah, on the, I know we can't is, top that. We know that this is a real valley for but us. You can't that live, you just said podtastically. Yeah, podtastically. And it, if you say that, you're at a rock bottom state. Last yeah. time I said that, I was so shit faced in Zuma Beach. I ended up hiring twelve homeless people to be my family. Well, the hangovers hurt more than they used to. Listen, buddy, I I, I know it's intimidating uh, that we, we we dropped a hot tasty. Let's not lie to ourselves. The tastiest, uh, with you know. the snowman, with the creating the snowman indentation, with the and uh, I, it was a, it was a hot t- hot and tasty. It I was talked a hot, to spicy my one. you know I talked to my house husband Terrence <laughs> about it, and he said, "Well, why not just give a snowman snow tits?" Uh-huh. And just I to said, give it a feeling. And for... I said, lady, you take out the trash. <laughs> and with it, that attitude. <laughs> but I, a, I, you know, I, it's much faster to urinate a vagina into You can. We, we have discovered that. The, the urinate, especially if you drink something warm, because it'll come out extra warm out of well, your Well, I like the idea of a steaming vagina. A steaming vagina. Is, <laughs> a steaming uh, snow vagina. A steaming snow vagina. But listen, we can't live our lives trying to top previous experiences. We still have to move on. I think I still think we have hot and tasties. Will you do the show with me? There's only one way to find out. I will, but I need to talk to you about calamari later. Uh, we will, we will. But here, I think there's one thing we Cash, need to I've, do. I have a few things to to call over with calamari. We should let's do that during the "Where Were You" segment if we ever get there. But I think right now, I can't imagine. Us I arriving. think it's important for us to uh, say to each other. And do the, the segment called the Triple Banger Lightning Round. Triple Banger Lightning Round. So smooth. The Triple Banger Lightning Round. Question one, one, one. Would you rather have an ear, nose, and throat doctor 
ENT. who, uh, you know, would you rather have your ear, nose, and throat doctor, uh, if he walks in, would you rather have him have ear spacers, a tongue ring, or an eye patch? What would make you feel more comfortable? Uh, the most comfortable? Yeah. Eye patch. You that, would that's, like a, that's a confident pirate. That's a pirate in hiding. Yeah, but you you that's a pirate. You want to have a doctor with an eye patch that's actually going to be doing looking into your ear and in your nose. Yeah, of course. His vision isn't any worse. He just doesn't have the same. <laughs> why does he, he get like few... a? What? Why is he have an? Why eye would pa- you want instead of an eye patch? Just a weird eye that covers it. A ping pong ball with a sharpie marker dot in the middle. <laughs> Half a ping pong ball. It says eye on it. Like it's yeah. stenciled in. Other eye? <laughs> Says an eye for an eye. A tiny font. Look, yeah, those ear spacers, I don't want anybody I don't want anyone touching with ear spacers, ear spacers touching me. Hell, I don't even think I'd let them work on my car. Yeah, that's true. The ear spacers are a little, because that's a real commitment. What is, uh, I, I saw a guy walking down the street with those the other day. What, when, do, where does that end? It just yeah. ends with floppy lobes. Mm, yeah. And I got to say, Flop, a, yeah. when an eye patch, you lose your eye, you can wear an eye patch. That's, yeah. you know, then you're a Bond villain. That's great. But, but are there ear patches? I mean, the are tongue there, ring, there... tongue ring, I like that doctor because I'm saying, oh boy, it looks like you enjoy going downtown. You know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? I, I know exactly what you're saying. Downtown Brown. I've, I've heard about that type Junkyard of thing. Junkyard style. Yeah, I've heard people do that type of thing. I, I I think the tongue ring is my choice. If the uh, tongue ring is connected to the ear space floppy lobes, which is not comfortable at all, I say nay nay. Yeah, you're not working on this ear, nose, o throat. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I think no. Listen, I <laughs> I mean, okay, ear spacers. I, I wouldn't. Can you imagine just even you know being married by someone who has ear spacers in? Yeah, yeah that happens in Brooklyn. Did you know that? Just in that hipsters particular... are married to other hipsters by by, by unitarian their ears? They unitarian ears? pastors. <laughs> yeah, they'll marry the ear, ears together, like two half full bottles of ketchup. <laughs> no, but that's I mean that's true. But these hipsters are getting married, and some of their preachers because you can become a preacher online. You know that you can marry someone. What's it called? The Life Source Church? Sure. Yeah, no, my friend married me. My wife and I were married by a comedian friend of ours. Is that true? Yeah, Billy D. Washington, and he, a friend of ours. Yeah, and yeah. he got on... He got, he his... got we, I got him certified, and he just married us. And uh, it was... So there know, were hipsters... We didn't want some stranger doing it. You yeah. didn't? But you picked, yeah. but you did want someone with three names. Well, you know... You said that, though, didn't he's you? He's an old friend, though. Uh, did How I... old is he? Is he in his mid-70s? Because no. I got <laughs> a couple not... of single Polish ladies that are looking to... <laughs> <laughs> and they're EMTs, so they're gone all the time. Those Polish ladies, they have a... <laughs> uh, I feel like you don't need me today. I think you yeah. should just... No, you're so... You're good. I you're, did you're so much, man. You got in such a good mood with Mel Gibson. Melly B. Melly B. Hanky, and uh, Hanky, Hanky J. Hanky J. And, and you got me, su- such a good mood. I feel like I'm intruding we, on your... We've been, we've been doing math for four and a half months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just glad he found and not the apart. crystal stuff. Apparently, either. all his platinum, right. platinum meth, platinum meth. Yeah, it has High Jägermeister End. gold flakes that have been strained out of the bottle. Yeah, I'm sorry, Goldschlager. <laughs> it has the name of what's in it in the name inside of it. I can't believe I said Jägermeister. That's okay. You you you're on fire we today. Strained him. Well, and listen, I'm on a lot of meth. Yeah. We we strain the gold flakes through. And then we make math out of that. It doesn't get you high. It doesn't work. It's not even a drug. Yeah. I think we're just snorting. Sure. Goldschlager flakes. Probably. You're probably just, you've just got a lot of gold. 
uh, inside of you. Triple banger, banger lightning round. round. Question, Question two. two. Do, 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 do. Walking around with a bird on your shoulder. Colorful or a cry for help? I'm going to say on. colorful. No. Really? Yeah. Parrot on your shoulder? You know, everyone's going, it's, this has been a thing in the past. People are like, isn't that like the earlobe of the barrel, the beer, of, 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 of the, the barrel beard, the barrel world, of the, <laughs> of the barrel beer award? In terms of the barrel award, the I mean, you're just trying to get a barrel award, aren't you? I mean, you're trying to get a, a major beer barrel award, which is a ceremony a lot of people year, don't. Yeah. They're not familiar. But every with. year, Cash and I give away the we barrel the, award, the beer barrel the beer award, beer barrel and award. you're just trying for that. No, seriously, you have a carrot <laughs> on your shoulder. You are. You're, whether you want to admit it or not, all the contestants all year are trying for a beer barrel award. It is. It is a it's big, true, right? It's a giant award. You know, we shouldn't do it in San Antonio. <laughs> seriously, bird on your shoulder. Come Colorful. on. No, it's it's a cry for it's, a, it's a way of trying to get attention, no. right? Everybody's complaining Why are you walking about this. around. Why are you walking around with a giant animal on your shoulder? Who is how many times in the last month have you seen a man oh, with I a, live down near the ocean and people do that a lot. You know what? Then that's your fault for living around the ocean. <laughs> okay? There's a guy a block away that every time you see around him, he's Los got Angeles, a, somebody he's got a in Hollywood is like, shoulder. "Hey, check out my bird." And if they are, I say, if "Bravo, not, sir." If you're not a pirate, you have no right to put a bird on your shoulder. Yeah, that's not true. That should be, you should have to. You have know what? An I'm going to go out on a there limb. Be, there should be a law. A very long one. There should be a law. And by the way, that you are you're piratist. You're a racist against pirates. Racist against, no, I'm trying to defend pirates. You are, they you, have you, the did, turf. you don't want your doctor wearing a patch. I don't. You just said it. I think it's. I you think, think there pirates, should be a law I think against only, having birds on your shoulder. I think that people. What kind of weird bigot? What specific bigot are you? Look, if you continue in this vein, I'm going to take your barrel award away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize that I rescinded any all comments. Seriously though, I think that if you have a bar- if you have a, a, a parrot or a barrel on your shoulder, a barrel. Uh, um, I, I just think it's not. You're, it's 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 you saying, "Please look at me" to people. Because what, what 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 kind of companionship is the is the bird giving you? Come a on. parrot in a barrel is in barrel. <laughs> That's true. It's true. If you put a parrot in a barrel and seal it up, that parrot is in barrel. <laughs> I'm serious, though. It's uh, You're not going to agree with me? What about a snake? What if you carry a snake around? No one has a snake yeah, on their do. shoulder. People They'll carry snakes around. around their neck. Or sometimes people have ferrets on a leash, that kind of thing. These are animals. Well, ferrets on a leash, that's another the, thing. Because I just grab that leash and I swing them around my I've head. I've seen you do I that. I go, we're gay! <laughs> I've seen you do that. But you're not going to agree with any of this? Because I think you're in a contrarian type mood. Here's what I think. I think snake is a little weird. You're, you're doing a snake. If you're not a sexy woman with a snake... If you're just kind of a heavy set guy named Drob. Okay. Which there's yeah, there's a few of those. <laughs> there's, it's around. gotta be a few. Especially near the beach. And most people near the beach are named Drob. <laughs> As you go inland, there's less and less. Some are named Dreb, some are named Flo. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, I I think a snake is Doesn't a little weird. You. But a, a bird okay, so is a snake fine. bothers you. Okay. What if it's a crow? No one that wants to run so a crow great. on their shoulders. They should. They should, I agree with you. So what do you so you're mostly against parrots and pirates? I love parrots. I mean, I, we've talked about it before. They're not to be trusted. They're learning their own language. They're learning <laughs> languages, and they're, they're, they, they, they know more of a they're cabinet than letting on. They're definitely, especially don't trust telekinetic parrots. We've talked about that. But I think a parrot, 
sitting on someone's shoulder. It just seems like they're sort of trying to get people's attention. What are you at a bar for with a parrot on your shoulder? Why? <laughs> Why are you doing that? And I thought you'd Maybe agree. you were having Jägermeister with worse. gold flakes. I think that's worse than the ear thing. I think it's more Oh, of no. That's, get, the ear thing is much more egregious. What if there was a parrot sitting on the ear, inside the ear, like a little tiny parrot? Like a canary? Yeah. Canary. Yeah, well, that's in case, you know, they get deep enough in the mine. If your canary falls off your earlobe, <laughs> you got to get out of there. You'll be dead soon. <laughs> Triple, Triple banger, banger lightning round. round. Question three. Three, three, three. It's number three for ye. Yeah. Better name for a man's orgasm. Climax. Love explosion. The Little Death, Man Gravy, <laughs> Sneezing Penis, <I> could, <laughs> or Yahtzee. Sneezing Penis. <laughs> Yahtzee. <laughs> Yahtzee's pretty funny, too. Man Gravy is out immediately. That's so disgusting. That's bad. I'm going to cross that because, out right now. Because, you know, now. gravy, ejaculate doesn't I'm gonna look gra- like I'm, gravy. I know. Yeah. I'm going to cross that out. I didn't like that. Well, but it just... What if I... Now, I said, now some men who have ugh. listened to the podcast... Will suddenly spill their man gravy, man gravy all over their woman person, <laughs> and they're going to say, "You'll look at your ejaculate, and you used to think it was white and pure, like, you know, like whole milk, yeah, like soft, like okay. half and half." Okay. And now they're looking at it like it's gravy, just yeah. thick. Okay, and so you that's can out. See turkeys in the vicinity. What no about no one's eating gravy if there's not turkey in the vicinity? Right. What about love explosion? Now that feels a little bit too much. Even like what you even, did, it feels even, like a DJ. Saying, even when I say it like looks that, looks like now we've got another hot really? rock jam sock with a cock block. This is going to be a cock block, a real love explosion. Tell me, very white. Love explosion. Yeah, yeah. Where it sounds like a stupid punk band that's like. Hey guys, we're Love Explosion. It's not supposed to be real, but also it is. Love Explosion. Love Explosion. Here's a, a new hot shot from uh, Hank Williams Jr. and his new hot band. Hot shot's a good one. A new hot, tasty shot. <laughs> yeah, gross. From God. Hank Williams You've Jr. Do and that. his new band, Love Explosion. <laughs> And then the song is called Man Gravy. Oh, God. You've got to say, I've got a, a well, the hangover. hot shot. Will you do that next time? Huh? That you ejaculate when you're with your wife a and hot say, shot? a tasty hot shot. Tasty hot shot. I, that's too much close to hot, tasty pot. I want to keep those separate. Uh, uh, but let's look at these. Love Explosion, that's out. Climax. Now, that's kind of unoriginal. Yeah, everybody. The Little Death. What do you that's, think? No, that's too French. But I, I, I do feel like say, that's more Russian. I'm going to climax. That's a Russian. I'm I feel like climax. that's Russian. It's not. It's un petit mourir. Oh, okay. The okay. the uh, phrase originates yeah. from France. Hey, buddy, you came ready. <laughs> you came ready for this show. Hey, I came ready. The Little Death. You don't think the Little Death? I like the Little Death. No. So then you it know, comes that's down That's to- a very French thing. It's because when they do, when a French person has an orgasm, they really do have a moment where they die. They'll flatline. They go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're back up and moving. Yeah, I don't. And immediately with a cigarette and a baguette. I don't. I don't even. I don't. Smoking. It's taking a puff, then eating a bite of the baguette, <laughs> then taking a puff, then eating another bite. Yeah, I don't know. That's what they eat for fucking breakfast over there. You know yeah, that? I need to go there. I need to go there and check that out. So really, it's down to sneezing penis, which I vote. I for. like that a lot. Yahtzee's pretty great though too, because when That's you yell actually... Yahtzee, because you yell it right when you climax. Yeah, you, you, you oh. Yahtzee. I mean, it's oh, it's more, it's more fun to go. Oh no, I'm gonna have a penis sneezing. <laughs> My penis is not even sneeze. a sneezing penis. I'm gonna have a penis well, what I like about sneezing. what I like about the sneezing penis <laughs> is 
after you after you That's ejaculate the name of this. after you ejaculate she can say gesundheit. <laughs> That's right? great. Or you know Yahtzee's good because then they then she can yell. Now you want to play? I'm sorry. <laughs> now let's play. Sorry. <sighs> I wish I'd said it the second way first. <laughs> Just, That's okay. It's such a small amount of words that will ruin something from being funny. I know, but it's, it's so okay. bizarre. You Two just, or three words can totally make something well, not funny. Look, it can just be one of those things that when you hear it, you say, I wish I hadn't heard that. Yeah, now I got you. You know what? I think we should move along to where were you? Woo! We don't we don't have a, a song for that. There's no song for where were I'd you? I'd like to do one now that I prepared. It's an okay. acapella, and I think it's strangely reminiscent of the Red Hot Chili Peppers in the early 1990s. Oh, where will you come on? Oh, roller coaster. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I have that song on mini disc. Uh, <laughs> that was actually uh, a mashup. My, my Sony MD mini disc player. <laughs> that's actually that's a mashup. That is a I mashed five or six different songs. Songs, there did from you? The 90s. But you do have that on mini disc. I do. I have, I have a, a mini disc player. Which I've I got like a to... zip drive. Yeah. With about 20, 30 versions of that. All lounge cabaret yeah. covers. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, where were you, buddy? Because I, I have some good where were I was you. In, I was in a Prius mm-hmm. listening to This American Life. You know, I have a, uh, I mean, she's, you know, she's a chef. Oh, here we go. She's a, <laughs> she's a culinary artist. She's a food critic. You know, she's a uh, lesbian dominatrix. Whom I uh, I do car sharing with, so sometimes I use the Prius. You know, are you familiar with Zip cars? Yes, I am. Okay, yeah. so it's a little like that. And and uh, her name is uh, Dernina. Hmm. Tough to say. Well, tough it's, to remember. Too. You know, it is. It's Darnina. I would imagine a couple podcasts from now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Darnina. Well, a couple podcasts from now. I hope a to be getting better gigs podcast wise, <laughs> and two. <laughs> I, you know, I'm really hoping that uh, you know she and I part ways, and I can get my own car. Yeah, what I'd like. Well, it, you've, you're stepping up. You used to be getting and giving piggyback. Well, Darnina loves this. Remember? I mean, well, come on, buddy. I'm still doing that. If the price is right, I'm still doing. You it. once gave a piggyback ride all the way across. Call me Drew Carey because if the price is right, <laughs> I'm still giving piggies. <laughs> still giving some big. So we're, we were yeah. listening. She loves to some listen to pigs. This American Life, and. Uh, Sometimes, apparently, they'll use bung, pig bung, as artificial calamari. I'm serious. And not just for throwing on the back of a snowman to give him an asshole. (laughs) Now, bung is pig rectum and anus. Yeah. And what they do is they slice it up, clean it, blanch it. Deep fry it and serve it to you at an ESPN zone. That's I don't know if that's really the place, but it's the funniest name of a restaurant <laughs> for that thought, to be sure. I'm, I'm letting you sink. It's it's sinking in, isn't it? Because all three of us are yeah. like, is it? It could be a is no. Is he telling can't. the truth or not? But I, I'm not no, no, sure. I am telling the truth. You can look it up. Go you, to you don't feel like life. that joke could have worked at Long John Silver's? I, I feel like that could have could have lived are, there. Do they have could've calamari there? there? I, I don't know, but I don't think they I'm, have it at ESPN Zone either. I think they do. That was the only reason, because you're right. Long John Silver's is much funnier. No, it's a, they're no, slicing up pig rectum, serving it to you deep fried. 
at Long John Silver's. Yeah, I think it's funny if it's at a fast food restaurant. Just the idea of even picking it up in the drive-thru. Oh. I'll have the uh, pig rectum. I just I, I stick out Calamari a wooden style. dowel and I say slide him down. <laughs> slide him down. Slide him down, counting up and give it and, and I'll pay it out. Put it on the spatula. <laughs> a spatula is too my, wide. It is wide. But you're picturing much smaller. I use a thin wooden dowel. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll sometimes get 40, 50, 60 calamari, depending on how far away I park. <laughs> and how long the dowel is. Yeah, that's a... Longest dowel I ever had was, I'd say, 80 feet. Yeah. And I actually had to park in a Wendy's parking lot across the street. <laughs> across from the Long John Silver's, <laughs> which was adjacent See, to the ESPN you, zone. Even you saying Long John Silver's is funnier than all the stuff that I said. You're right. <laughs> that was the, That would have been yeah. the winning. Yeah. And that's true. So that's where you were. This American Life, listening to it, you guys can look it up. It's called it's the Doppelganger episode. Just came yeah. out. And I mean, what do you think about that? Do you think if you had calamari, do you eat calamari? I don't eat it a lot, uh, especially since our snowman episode. Like that's really that's really deterred my you I think we heard like calamari sales for the people <laughs> nationwide. Well, when you think of it as a snowman's anus, it Six changes how you feel about yeah. it. It changes how you feel about it. You know, how you think of food uh, changes, you know, it, it evolves. So if you you know if you picture a snowman's anus, you, you might not be as inclined, unless it's on sale. The only the on only, sale, the like o- bargain basement yeah. prices at Long John Silver's. <laughs> bargain basement, <laughs> LJS's. No, but I, you're right about that. And I just I don't have as much of a problem with the snowman asshole thought of Calamari because a snowman his defecation is going to be the purest whitest snow. Yeah, that's true. It's just going to so be you don't think water. It's gross at all. It hardly is. In fact, his anus is being washed more and more as he melts and dies. For me, though, this is a this is a problem. I think I'm going to be yeah, when a I'm snowman only going to be calamari. When a snowman ejaculates, it's called snowman gravy. <laughs> it's just snowflakes. I think that come out. <laughs> they call it the like. little the little melt. The little <laughs> un petit melt. Uh, I mean, I, I got sneezing say, though, carrot. Are That's you what they okay call it. with the eating sneezing carrot? Are you okay with eating bung? <laughs> no, I don't feel good about it. So, because uh, I think now I'm only going to order calamari at night. Nice Look, places. I don't. I, I can't. To be honest, I can't justify eating uh, meat, and I still do, and I'm a hypocrite. It's hard for me at this point to eat meat. Really? It, I mean, I still, I still eat it. Like I said, I'm a total hypocrite. But I think if you really evaluate what it's doing to the, you know, what it's doing to the. Uh, you know the world. It's it's kind of hard to justify, and yet I'm, I'm going to continue to eat meat, and I'm, I'm a bad person. You're a bad person, a bad person. in that regard. Do you, yeah. Don't you think, though? If you in a perfect world, we wouldn't be yeah, uh, having cows I'm, and chickens stuck in little. I'm, I'm you know, trying I mean, to have less, and I'm not judging because I'm saying I do it, and I'm going to continue to do it. I think we can have less of that. I think if everybody ate vegetarian, just cut back a little week, bit. Yeah, then it would be fine. Then we could have more just, free range cow places. We've, we figured out ways be to willing to pay. To it's crazy that a hamburger now is a thing that you get in a hurry. Mm-hmm. It should a hamburger yeah. used to be and should yeah, be something you yeah, a hamburger steak. Yeah. It would be the more expensive thing on the diner menu, even at a diner. It would be a thing you once a week, twice a week you'd have meat. That would be an exciting thing we're all excited about. Now it's trash. Yeah. If you finish half of a hamburger and you you're busy, you just throw it away. That's yeah. a, that was a cow. Yeah. Now I, I, I We should be throwing away carrots. 
Yeah. Who gives a shit Who about how many fucking carrots? Well, they come in packs. Growing. Apparently, according to you, they come in packs of five or seven. You can get five and to seven. Really, carrots. it's just a penis for a snowman at this point. It's, it's not even a. It, there's no it's reason. Snow dick. It has no. It's just carrots a snow are dick. little snowman Actually, dicks. That's what they should call carrots. Snow dicks. I would love that. Crispy. Snap into snow a crispy snowcock. I think cock is too abrasive. Yeah, okay. Snow, snow dick. Okay, okay. Um, listen, buddy, I was observing my uh, my birthday uh, last week. I can't, I, I don't want to hear about it. Okay. I just can't believe how offhanded you're being about this. You've written off all meat, but I'm telling you, they are sell, they may be selling pig asshole as a calamari substitute. And you're like, well, I can't justify <laughs> meat in general, but I still do it. So I'm a bad person. Moving on. But the I, reason I know, the reason I'm being so, so flippant about it is I, I can't, that's, I can't top that. Like you've, you've already, even just the topic itself, it's hard to make fun of something that's already that crazy. You're right about you that. Brought, you brought into the it's podcast like something television. so, yeah, it's like, it's hard to, like, how do you even make fun of something that unique? Well, I just, okay. But, I, but I, I just can't believe I you're going to continue to eat calamari even at questionable places. I'm not going to eat calamari except at Long John Silver's when it's on sale. <laughs> and I'm going to bring a, a spatula <laughs> or a ladle. Ladle. <laughs> and that's that's how I eat. I don't fill think up this ladle because I think it's wasteful to, to 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 ask for a bag, you know. So I just stick a ladle, a giant ladle, out of my uh, window uh, in my car. I have those in my car. Windows? And, uh, yeah, there's, there's <laughs> sometimes four. Of, well, there's about six ladles, about four windows. And I'll reach out. And so just, your ladle to window ratio is And they just stick actually... the food in the ladle. Now, it's not always, uh, you know, um, it's not always calamari ass. Or it's, it's, it can be other things, too. <laughs> Whatever they want to put in the ladle. Sometimes I'm not oh, even you specific. Just say when I when choice. I go through the dire, yeah. you just say dealer's choice. Oh, sometimes when I go, this ladle. sometimes I say, well, "What do you want, sir?" I say, "What do you got?" I have a giant. I have a, I have a six by six ladle. Just stick it in. You have six. Stick six it in. by six. Six ladles? by six. What are you driving? A well, suburban? I didn't specify if that's inches or or, oh. uh, or, or yards, but yards. But I and I so I, I pull over. I just they say, "What would you like, sir?" And then often they'll say. Uh, <laughs> What's interesting? You ask them. No, they ask me, and then I say, "Why don't you decide?" I have a giant ladle in my car. I stick it in my window. Surprise me! And then I stick it out the window. And then what the irony is? I think you should say, "What'll you have, sir?" You stick it out. Yeah, I do. And here's the irony: sometimes they'll say, "Would you like cinnamon Twizzlers with that?" What? At Long John Silver's. Well, any any drive through really. That must be a secret thing, like the In and Out menu, where you go if you put a ladle out, you can get cinnamon Twizzlers. <laughs> Actually, this is funny. In, in all seriousness, you saw me do a video. I think you sent it to me. Someone from Wisconsin sent you a video, and you sent it to me of me doing my my fun thing, where what I do is this would be a practical living modern age. Oh you yeah, go to yeah, a restaurant, yes. and you you go to Let's a restaurant. Let's do practical living. Well, yeah. we want to do that right now. Practically, no, no, it's, it out it's your show. It's your show. Well, we can we can do it, but it's a practical living modern age, basically. And it's uh, what you do is you go to a restaurant. And I did this. It's on tape. We should we should find it. It's on YouTube. What I don't know what it was titled as. Someone taped it. And what Put I do is cash you say, levy diner. So you YouTube. go to a diner and you look you at the person please. and you say, uh, uh, "Bring me the thing you'd you'd most want to eat right now." And then they surprise me. Right, and then the waitress brings it over, yeah. and I was supposed to. Someone was going to give me like I don't know what it was twenty dollars. Yeah. To to uh, 
to slam when she brings the food to slam my hand down and go, "This is rubbish." <laughs> Why did you bring me this? You know, like get really upset that she brought you that particular meal. And uh, it didn't work because I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. But I don't know how that would be a practical living. You don't want to do that in general. You don't want to do the rubbish part. That's the practical joke part. But yeah, you should. The first part, bring me the thing that you like best. Here's an interesting thing, though. Bernice, who's my wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, she actually brought up that. if you ask a person what their favorite thing is on the menu, they're usually going to say something that they started eating because they're sick of what is usually being eaten. Mm, interesting. So you're often going to get, and it happened yesterday. I had some bon, bon mi, which is a Vietnamese sandwich on a French roll. And I said, what do people usually get? The BBQ pork? What, what's your favorite thing? And she goes, BBQ pork's really good, but I, I'm, I'm really liking that chicken, that that sort of zesty chicken right now. Okay. You know, and I spice chicken, spicy chicken. I go spicy zesty. I go, okay. And I, in my mind, I realize she usually eats the BBQ pork, but because she works there now, she eats the chicken. Now she's sick. It's, of it. it's more healthy. She's sick of the main dish. Mm. So I still so ordered maybe- the BBQ pork. Loved it. Delicious. Uh, yeah. Saw somebody ordering the chicken, slapped the fucking sandwich right out of their hands <laughs> and said, <laughs> so what you should do, this is what we've learned here. Mm-hmm. Um, what you should do is ask, what would you, uh, what, what did you like the first week you worked here? Right. Or what was your first thing that you liked on the menu? Or what do you, what have you eaten so much of? You're sick of it. That's mm-hmm. what I think the practical living in the modern mm. age is. I think the new, nice. the new question is yeah. you go to a restaurant, you say to the person, what, what have you eaten so much of that? You're kind of getting sick of it. Yeah. I think we should run the practical living just to commemorate this moment. Cause that was good. We don't have to do things in order. We don't Switch live in a linear tipping. way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's your I'm show. I'm the kind of guy. I'm the kind of guy that sticks a, a six by six ladle out my window and just lets the world happen. And to never me. specifies if the world it's yards or inches. Yards, I love inches. That it can be six yards. It, it could be either. But I, I let the world happen to me, and that's you know that's a practical living in a modern age. Let the world happen. In an inefficient and out of date way, we bring you practical living in the modern age. Ah, oh, that felt good. That felt good just to get to a segment finally. It is. <laughs> it's just we haven't seen each other in so long that. We've had this 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 uh, sabbatical, and it's it's so exciting to get together again. It's a holiday, I, you know, and so you know this is why we're a little bit uh, all over the map. But it was my birthday, yes, and I spent most of it in uh, in Spitoinkerville. What? Yeah, I, I I don't know if I think the fans are ready for for the terminology. Uh, there's there's getting twinkered. That's getting very drunk. Twinkered. Yeah. There's getting spitoinkered. Okay. That's getting extremely drunk. Spitoinkered is yeah. really, really, really drunk. Spitoinkered. Would you say that's like last night? Three sheets to the wind. Yeah, that's is that uh, spitoinkered? Yeah, yeah. Well, spitoinkered came first, but yeah. yeah. And then there's uh, being in Spitoinkerville, which is where you actually are living in that state of extreme drunkenness, Bender, right? Yeah. Okay. But here's the final one: when you see the city lights of Yonderland. 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 Now, no one's ever been to Yonderland. And a lot of people claim they have, but they haven't. They've only seen the city lights. And in college, people would be like, dude, I went to Yonderland. Like, no, that's not how it works. First of all, it's fucking, Yonderville. You can't fucking go all the way. No, it's Yonderland. 
It's Spitoinkerville. Oh, you can okay. hang out in Spitoinkerville as long as you want. Sometimes you can push it far enough where you see the Yonderland city lights. But you can't go to Yonderland. No one's ever been to Yonderland successfully. <laughs> Nobody. Not Jim Morrison. Never heard Jim Morrison never even made it there. No one made it there. This is uh, my creation. That's why. But it really makes me mad because people in college are coming. Dude, I was in Yonderland hanging out last night. You weren't in Yonderland. There's no, you're not, you're alive still. You can't make, yeah. you might have maybe seen Is one of the Yonderland death? I think it's beyond death. I do. Is it? Yeah. It's living it's beyond as a dead person. Yeah. It's beyond death. No one's ever been there. The walking dead. So I did spend a little time getting drunk uh, on my birthday. But I think you can only celebrate, we talked about this uh, before my birthday. How long can you? And this goes into essential question of human nature. And let's let's move it along to that. Happy birthday! Yeah, thanks. Buddy. Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. How long should someone celebrate their birthday without being an asshole? I mean, I think it should only be about twenty-four hours. And you were saying that your girlfriend does it for a week. Derna will do it for. Or your yeah, Derna. Derna will do it for a month. Yeah, no, you can't sell. You can't observe birthday, birthday month. For a month. How long should someone be observing their birthday? You know, and I've cut that down to birthday week, but birthday week is bullshit also. It's, I think it's so, too. It's supposed to be a day. It's, it's called, a day. It's called birthday. It's exhausting for no people. No if one, if, if it was a week of celebration, they would have called it birth week. The birth week. Hey, my birth week is yeah. coming up. How far are we going to go? Birth year? Yeah. Birth decade? You can't, no. This is my birth decade. That's a pretty weird now, one. How about this? When I'd you like turn fifty, when you yeah. when you turn yeah, 50, this is my birth decade. It's my twenties. That's what your twenties <laughs> are. Okay, how about this? When you turn fifty, should you get some extra? I think you get more than one day, though. I think you can give a week to someone that turns fifty. Yeah, that's so really the only big one that you're gonna, except for twenty one. But do uh, you spend that whole week in Spatoinkerville? It's too long. I think you do whatever you want. Well, I think spending, when do you usually see the lights of Yonderland? Uh, I Three. think it's usually about two days into Spitoinkerville. Wow. Yeah, you're like traveling in, with and around the city limits of Spitoinkerville, and then you notice these these lights glimmering in the distance, and you, you think maybe it's Yonderland, but no one's been further than that, and you're not sure. You think it might just be a mirage. I've only done it like three times wow. in my life. It's not easy to see the city lights of Yonderland. I think I've done it about, yeah. You've done it a lot. Probably 20. <laughs> yeah, fact, I, I fact, stopped short of it. When I first met you, I thought, you know, this guy might be the one guy that could tell me more about Yonderland and what he sees. <laughs> but why did you I never mean, bring it up? Huh? Well, I was waiting for us to, like, <laughs> cement our friendship a little bit more. We've known each other for about seven years. <laughs> right? Unbelievable. Uh, but, um, so have you been in Spatoinkerville this entire time? No, no. I, I was only I was in Spatoinkerville. Now, to- just getting toinkered. Yeah, getting twinkered is just getting drunk. I'm twinkered, dude. And then, dude, are you drunk? No. Do you say that a dude, lot? I'm, I'm spit twinkered. Yeah. Yeah. Are you twinkered? Well, my, well just with the, my old friends who know what the you know what the lingo means, but I'm just ready to share it with the rest of us, dude. I'm, I think that's I'm great. I'm gonna start twinkered, using spit twinkered, spit twinkerville, and then the city lights of Yonderland. But you'll rarely say that. No one's ever been there. You almost never get to say it. You pretty much pass out right as you see the lights. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'm a guy, by the way, and this is a practical living in a modern age. Can you run it? We're going to everything out of order today. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern Age. We're so out of order and mixed around because it's so good to see you again. But I personally think that that I think there's a, a degree, a lessening degree of pleasure um, 
when you party too many days in a row. I actually think you should take a day off in between each day of partying because I think it just loses its luster after three days. There is something you know, to the. the it, I think that each day is worse through. than the previous day. I think it's worse each day. But you know, the the real problem is you get to a point where the morning is so awful unless you start sort of day drinking. But then it's just this constant. You know, you're waking up, you're having a beer. That sort of slips into like pool time or drinking or so frisbee part- golf. So you think partying two days? You, let me ask you this: jaywalking. When you party two days in a row, yeah, is the second day of partying ever better than the first day? I don't think it is. I think it can be. I think it has a, a lasting. You think so? Do so. yeah. you think it's better? Because you start early. Oh my god! You start you earlier. Really and, and the second night can <laughs> even be a much crazier. Night. I mean, I've had nights where I went to a strip club and then later went to the second night, went to the same strip club, and it was way more fun. The second time, because everybody, you know, everybody by this time, you know, I I had bought Angela a new car. (laughs) A Prius? No, it was a remote control. (laughs) So it was very small. It's a start. It really was only 60 bucks, $59.99. It was on sale a long time, Silver's. I held out a ladle. One time they did. Thank God it was a yardage, (laughs) six by six rather than those inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six inches by six inches is still, and that is a square ladle. I mean, that's a perfect rectangle. Yeah. It's really a square, right? If it's six by six, I love. We should sell square ladles. You should sell some of these, uh, and then we'll get pictures nationwide. If you use your square ladle to get anything from LJS's, or even Wendy's. let me just say this: if if you fill my ladle up with alcohol, pure grain alcohol, this is how big it is. I can go straight to Spitzenkerville. Straight drinking. That's how big the ladle is. And if you get one of those six by six yards, you can actually bathe in the. You can get into your own ladle. <laughs> I mean, how often? How often do we say that? Uh, okay, if you put okay, if you put a handle on your yeah, bathtub, I was so is that a ladle? I was in my own ladle last if you, <laughs> if you put a giant handle on your bathtub, is that a ladle, dude? If you put I a was, big enough handle on it, dude, I was in my ladle last night. <laughs> I was in my ladle. Yeah, that's what I was wondering is how big can a ladle get before it isn't a ladle? Here's the thing. As long as it has that handle, it's a, handle. Side, it's a ladle. It's a ladle. I turned I turned a boat into a ladle <laughs> about two and a half years ago. Uh, I was speed boating. Put a fucking handle on the side of it. It doesn't cost a lot. You, know, you can get be, a handle on the eBay. The handle being longer than the actual boat. Though. Oh, it, and it was. <laughs> it was about an eight foot long boat. Ladle was 20 feet. Yeah. Uh, we killed. We killed a bird. We killed a crow. It landed it's on right on my shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. It's on shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was parasailing <laughs> with a, with a parrot on their shoulder. Uh. They were literally parasailing. <laughs> I mean, and that's another place where I think it might as well be in a barrel. It's in so much peril. <laughs> but you know, I think anything can be a ladle. Is what I think we've learned uh, from that. Oh man, that's great though, because a ladle is one. What else is like that? You know, a bucket is no longer a bucket. It's a vat at a certain mm-hmm, point. Mm-hmm. And a thimble really can only be a thimble for a little while. It gets much bigger than it's a what? It's a cup. It becomes a cup, right? A bigger cup is right. a vase right? Or only, a bucket. Only can... I love buckets. Only... Well, that a fucking bucket, word. You can, turn bucket. A bucket, you can turn a bucket into a, a ladle. Yeah, you can, but that's put what I'm saying. Put a handle on it. You put a handle on something. <laughs> you put a handle on a person, they're a ladle. If they open their mouth wide enough... 
not a person. That's a ladle. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I could, I put a handle on my six-year-old cousin for a while. He was just a little ladle. I turned him into a ladle. <laughs> I mean, all these things should be a part of our vocabulary. Put a handle on him. Put a handle on him. He's a ladle. Put a handle on it. Maybe that should be due with... Uh... I was in my own ladle last night. Dude, I got in my own ladle last night. Totally filled with grain alcohol. Inside like you your said, ladle. Yeah. I like that you say grain alcohol, by the way. You yeah. could have used any... You could have used that gold flake-ridden Jaeger bomb. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, you actually... It's easier. A lot of people drink out of their ladles, mm-hmm. and I guess we're telling you right now: just put a handle on the the bottle, and it's a ladle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now put a handle really, on it. There That's is, what we've learned today. There's it, nothing better than what you just said. Just you put a handle on a person; they're a ladle. You got a ladle. If their mouth is if open. Their mouth wide is enough. open wide enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the idea of running over to a guy and just duct taping a handle on him and go, "You're a ladle now." I feel hey, like, look at this guy. He's a ladle now. I put a handle on him. I feel like that's an effective way to maybe handle crime, you know? Because it's like instead of putting them in prison, or just, you change their state. You're like, you put gonna, a handle on him. We're going to turn him into a ladle. No, but you can't do armed robbery if you've got a handle on exactly. him. Exactly. I mean, so, if you've got a long handle. Really? Like, a giant like, handle? Is that how you're imagining it? Just a thin yeah. handle that sort of has a crook at the top. That's exactly what I'm picturing. It would be, first of all, it's hard to get th- in and I'm out of doorways. I'm picturing the Big Dipper. To some yeah, extent. exactly. Yeah. The big dip, the big, big dippies, the big dippity doody, <laughs> big dippity doodah. But I mean, you know, it's hard to do armed robbery when you have a handle on you. Yeah, I think if you've got a handle permanently attached to you, yeah, you can't. It's hard to get in and out of doorways, and you're not scaring anybody pulling a gun on them with a handle. Yeah, they just think, you know, what are you going to do? You going to shoot me, or are you going to get filled with gravy and dole out a delicious <laughs> turkey adjacent? <laughs> Do you do you point out fake constellations when you look up at the scars? I do. You do do that. Yeah, I'll, that's I'll, probably practical. Uh, yeah, that's probably. But I, I'll, I'll I'll point out fake constellations. Here's my question to you. This is an essential question. How I mean, how much should people respect you if you can find the Big Dipper, the Big Ladle, the Big D? I mean, I'm it's not kinda, that much. It's, it's really not that impressive. It's like is the it? North Star. Yeah. If anyone ever was like, "That's the North Star," I'd be like, "Great." Tell me again when it's the Civil War era. I'm an astronomer. I've got an iPhone with a map on it. <laughs> I'm like Galileo. My phone has a map. There's the Big Dipper. You don't think yeah. that's impressive? I don't think so. I think I think it's better. It's more impressive to make up constellations. I always go, look yonder. <clears throat> Tis not the city lights of yonder town. Yonderville. I think it's yonder land. No, it, it's, it's yonder land, yeah. Yonderland, Spitoikerville. I'm so far into Spitoinkerville. Look yonder. It's not the land, but the constellation Zibirthanen. Oh, I like that one. Which, you know what that is? That's where she's, she's, it looks like she has a bow and arrow, but yeah. instead of an arrow, it's another smaller constellation person. So she's using another constellation as the arrow. Really? Yeah. Hendrina. <laughs> See, you're already, I already believe it. Right? And I knew you were lying. You even set it up, said I'm lying. And still I'm thinking, I can't wait till night. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for night to fall. Yeah, I can't wait for night to happen. Well, when does that night thing happen? Because I want to see what he's talking about. Can't wait for nightfall. Yeah. yeah and there's another one. Th- this is actually good when you say, you know, up there, that's Orionian. Orion. Orion on us. Orion on us. That's it. You go, there's Orion on us. 
that the lion? He's the the lion the with the bow tail? and arrow, and he's shooting another bow. Oh yeah, his arrow is a bow, so he has two bows, double bow, two handed. No, single hand. The arrow's been replaced by a bow. Oh. He's literally firing a shooting bow, a bow with, with a, bow a bow at you. Right. Wow, that, I hadn't seen that. The one. only way to combat it is with an arrow. Facing the other direction, you well, got to catch the bow. Why do you have to combat it? I mean, this is—we're talking about the <laughs> the stars here. I mean, I'm just saying in the mythology. I know how I would combat it. I'd put a I'd put a big handle on it. Throw a handle, and you'd basically have a, a, a ladle bow. Throw a hand, throw a handle on a bow. You've got a useless ladle. <laughs> uh, hey, buddy, listen, I, I we've we're gonna have to skip a few sections and, and get to them next show because. We haven't seen each other for so long. I hope you guys forgive us being uh, not getting to all the sections today, but we're just having fun. It's so good to see you again, buddy. But I think we should we should close it out with the uh, uh, what we do. It's called the uh, the maskers. Uh, you think? Yeah. Like eighty five percent of superheroes, this is maskers. Maskers. Um, and we have a lot of Dutch people that are that are sort of that you know. They, I don't know what their deal is. Um, you know, at the start of the maskers, we like to kind of say stuff that's coming up. Do you have uh, something you want to tell people about? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a small death. I was so excited that I'm going to be in New York City, February 7th through the 12th at the Gotham Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, February 7th through the 10th, actually. There, and then I'm doing a couple of smaller shows in New York. So if you live in the New York area, come say hello. Let's talk about putting a handle on it, and maybe we yeah. can get in our own ladles. Yeah, absolutely. Get in your ladles. By the end of the night. And show up to those shows uh, spitoinkered. I mean, yeah, come But come definitely ready. not in Spitoinkerville. No. Don't go Come ready far. just to be spitoinkered. Just be spitoinkered with TJ. Um, uh, and then also, I just want to say, I, I'm doing the Traverse City uh, Comedy Festival, put on by Jeff Garland and Michael Moore, and that's in Traverse City, Michigan. The 14th, or the the festival is the 14th through the 17th, and I'm performing, I think, the 15th and the 16th. This is of so that's February. 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 Yeah. So two okay. times in February you can see me either in rural Michigan or in New York City, the York largest city, city now, in the country. Yeah, now I've heard in, in Michigan they've got some big uh, buildings there, that kind of thing that you can look at also. Not in Traverse City. In Traverse City, the tallest buildings are two stories. Okay. So maybe in New York you'll find some buildings, yeah, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know the, the tall buildings in in uh, in New York City. They're, they're sort of like giant uh, ladles uh, for the entire island. If you put a handle on every Manhattan. single one of those, it's sort of like a handle. Yeah, the skyscrapers are yeah. the handles yeah. of the Manhattan. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, so that's good. Well, I'm going to be. Uh, you know, I'm going to be back in Utah again. Yeah, uh, in Ogden at the February 20th, I think something like that. You know, we have a lot of uh, friends. I wanted to give a shout out to the people I met. I was just in Salt Lake. And a lot of uh, nice people who enjoy the show in uh, in Utah, and it was great to meet them. Um, it's, it is great. It's fun to meet people that listen to the podcast. It's always exciting. Some people, know? somebody, a couple guys came up to me and said, "I was at the Melt, which is like a new grilled cheese thing on Sunset and Vine." Yeah. yeah. And these guys came up and they said, "Big fan of the podcast, man. I, it was great. They seemed cool. You know, they looked like." They were on drugs. Sure. Which, I mean, why else would you be at a grilled cheese specialty restaurant? Yeah. yeah. And and so then, you know, I said, well, that's great. Have you seen uh, Cash or I Live? Have you ever seen me do stand-up or any of my stand-up? He's like, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> huge fan of the podcast, man. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. So 
you know, that's why we do the podcast because I at least that's why I do it because well, I it's wanna... fun. It's fun to meet the the people that listen because it's it's like we kind of have our own language now, and they'll they'll call back a joke or say something that really only the uh, the twelve and a half, I guess, if you include us, the fourteen and a half of us can understand. So it's so that's really cool. I'm going to be in, uh, like I said, I'm going to be in Ogden. Also, my comedy special, I, I was able to find a way to now put it on my website, and you can download it. Yeah. For uh, just five dollars. Uh, for a limited for time great. only. When I say limited time, uh, that's uh, till the end of time. So uh, <laughs> for, for our for our podcast listeners, for well, you, a limited amount of time a person so is alive. It. Yeah, and so during for, that for time. the limited time that you are granted life on Earth, um, or the internet still is a viable thing, yeah. uh, you could download my my special for five dollars, which is I think quite reasonable considering <laughs> I spent my entire uh, life savings on it. And that's so cashlevy.com. Yeah, cashlevy.com. So and access um, television. I'm doing. There's uh, still. Uh, uh, what? They're still kicking. Yeah, well, they're, they're still airing it, too. What were you saying? Oh, well, I'm, yeah, they're still airing it. Yeah. And uh, I might do this thing at the Gotham Comedy Club. I know they're doing that now. Yeah. yeah. I was the first comedy they had on the network. That's amazing. In, in its in its uh, history, and now they're doing all this stuff. And so I think I'm sort of the grandfather of the network. I think so. Yeah. Grandfather of the comedy <laughs> brand on that network, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um uh, Charles Charlie Bulatra, uh, B O U L I T R E A U, asks uh, Cliff Tents, high stakes sex. Cliff Tents? Yeah, Cliff Tents. You know where they put a tent on a cliff? Is that sort of like a risky behavior to have sex in a tent? I'm not up familiar on the side with cliff, cliff tents, but they so they'll just pitch a tent near yeah, a cliff like, edge? No, no, no. They're, they're like on the cliff edges. Like, okay, so you're rock climbing or something, and you just stop because you get tired. Oh, and they they hook in. And they hook into the actual cliff where you're sleeping on the edge of the cliff. I don't think you have cliff. sex in those things. I mean, well, I those are so literally either. like little non-cocoons. Yeah, I know. Like, Charlie, please don't do that. Yeah. That's the time when you have to just kind of maybe pleasure yourself. Yeah, I was just going to say, right. you've got to masturbate in a cliff tent. And that's, and that's, but not actually, too vigorously or well, you'll shake yourself right off that mountain. That's what that's what the nooks and crannies are for uh, in, on the cliff. Not just for climbing up, but but for sticking your... your, your uh, <laughs> Your your large teeny tiny, your thin uh, little's got to go. Thin little, you know, you'll have a sneezing penis, but you want to hush those you sneezes. Can, you can you know, because there's bats and stuff. That'll your fly dick off, will sneeze yeah. you right off that fucking <laughs> cliff. Uh, okay, so Charlie, yeah, I think it's too high stakes. Don't do that. Um, can I? Do you mind if I yeah, read one? Because I don't know. Absolutely. You know, I don't know what the hell this means, but Franz Krom, at Franz Krom with a K, says. Andrukta van het maken van maskers voor at Maria Nunez kwam groen Sophie uit afvoert ook nag even langs. Al are komende tied in de garten. Now, I don't know what that fucking means. It's certainly not English. <laughs> we not from what I can tell. Some words might be van. That's a you know a van is a larger car. Just like a, cu- a bucket is a larger yeah, cup, and can, a ladle yeah. is always a ladle. Yeah, I can picture that. Um, but I, I, if this, if one goddamn word about this is about masks, and we, that's not what this section is about. Oh, so you're saying it's not about masks? Some people think that. Well, what, why are people even asking about it? See, now this is more. Captain R A A R R G H says, 
If you were allowed to kill one person and not get in trouble, would it be Nancy Grace or a random Gladys? And I, I want to say I am, I have nothing against Gladys's. I just, I, I'm afraid of Gladys's. I don't like being around them because I have a phobia that I will say Gladys to meet you. Right, right. Everyone's so happy to meet you, but I'm the Gladys. <laughs> so I don't want to kill a random Gladys. I would, if I had to kill one person, yeah, it would be Nancy Grace. I'd yeah. grab her by her bulldog ears, which I would have inserted spacers into, <laughs> and I'd vigorously shake her head, and you know, until she died. What would you do with the parrot that lived beyond her? Nancy death? Grace's yeah. parrot? Yeah. Well, because it would be mimicking everything that she said, I would have to set it aflame by dousing it in Jägermeister gold flakes, <laughs> and then setting it ablaze. Uh, okay, one more, one more. Um, what do you think? Marcus Roth writes. Is it okay to listen to your pod while at work? I'm a neurosurgeon with a slight tremble in the arms, <laughs> but cashing in with T.J. Miller calms me down. So really, I feel like we're saving lives. Certainly. I think if you have a tremble in your arms and not your hands, well, first of all, you should go to the doctor, but that's kind of weird. If your hands are steady and your arms are sort of trembling, I think that's okay. Oh, You know what? Uh, before we go... I just remembered, I was in Sacramento last weekend, and I met a guy, and I asked him what he did for a living. He was in the front row. And he uh, said, I have a job, uh, and I got the job because of you and TJ, because of uh, A Practical Living in the Modern Age. This was during the show, uh, and people were very confused. <laughs> they didn't uh, know what the hell and, was going and, on. And, because uh, they didn't know. Um, and he, he said, I gave a, in the job interview, I gave a money-back guarantee no. And they were impressed with my ah! uh, That's confidence. one of your best ones. So, yeah. And, yeah, he's like, I give him money back guarantee. And they said, well, we can't do that here. Uh, but we are impressed with your uh, confidence, and we'd like to hire you. And he thanked me after the show, and we talked, and uh, uh, it was really great. It's amazing. And, until I found out he works at Long John Silver. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. He, works at, he works at Walmart. So if you, you want to get a job at Walmart, which, you know, it's so good job, good job. Guarantee. Yeah. Wow. It worked. And he was really nice and thankful. I just, it was a, it was, you know, we, we joke, we, we want to change lives one podcast at a time. And so we, instead we changed one life, uh, 43 Over the course podcasts. of, yeah, 43 yeah. podcasts. So every 43 podcasts. You got a good ratio. Yeah. That's a bad. ladle to window ratio right. that I like. <laughs> we ladled some success, uh, out into the world, <laughs> but, uh, buddy, we got to go. Put a handle gotta, on it. We got to go put a handle on put this Put a handle podcast. on it. And make it a ladle. <laughs> Thanks for coming, buddy. I really Thanks appreciate for having, having me. So I'm good so to catch sorry up with about you the Juicy thing with engineers, <laughs> but at least Mel Gibson's Kirk Douglas. Well, me. I've heard they, I've heard yeah. that they they said they'll do the podcast with me as long as it's on a boat because I don't mind being called a Juicy on a boat. Well, so. throw a handle on that, and you guys are going to be spinning around <laughs> the ocean in a ladle. Da 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 Now leaving Nerdist.com.